0: Welcome to On Culture. On this podcast, we talk about culture and faith and the world and our place in it. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also support our work and explore all of our content on our website, theembassy.substack.com. Here's Mike. And we're off again. Welcome to On Culture. My name is Mike Sherman. I am joined today by Susan James. Hi, Susan. Hello. Hello. Susan uh, is a uh, therapist and she's been uh, with us a few times uh, to talk about the various things and what are we gonna, what we're, it's going to form the basis of our podcast uh, today is the latest piece from the embassy. It's the embassy.substack.com. Uh, and it's uh, in him we live and move and have our being. and it's really talking about artificial intelligence, and how we interact with that and maybe the meaning we invest uh, in all of that. So I thought maybe I'd start by just giving just a really quick, oversimplified view of, you know, what we're interacting with, when we're interacting with artificial intelligence. How does that sound? Mm-hmm. Okay, hmm good. good. Um, so uh, if you want to think about what artificial intelligence is in a practical sense, when you're texting or emailing, and it's suggesting words for you, that is artificial intelligence. It's it's remembering, actually, it's simple. It's a very simple form of artificial intelligence. It's remembering words that you typically use, or ways that you typically finish a sentence, or whatever, and it's suggesting, it's predicting what you'll say next. Uh, and, you know, from there, theoretically, you could, if I learned how Susan James writes, generally speaking, her writing style, I could then, if I'm an artificial intelligence uh, entity, someone could give me a topic and say, hey, pretend you're Susan James, you know, write an essay Mm -hmm. on uh, projection, uh, uh, pretending that you're Susan James or as Susan James. And if it had enough writing from you to have your writing style and it had enough from you know, your thoughts on whatever, it would write an essay. It's the same sort of idea. It's just extending it farther and farther. Uh, And then in general, these chat GPT things, these um, large language models are doing a little bit of both of those things that they're, they just have the whole internet. uh, And you ask them a question, and they're, they have the whole internet to to, uh, draw on to answer questions. And the more you chat with them, the more they're trying to figure out what you want, what kind of responses you want from, the, again, it's all that same sort of prediction. It's just taken to taken to a, a much greater degree. Uh, mm-hmm. And they begin to appear as if, you know, it could be a human uh, interaction uh, mediated through a screen. And, you know, something a human could be saying because that's what it's trying to do. It's trying to, mm-hmm. what would a human say here? And then I'm going to say that. Um, and so, you know, the, you know, there's a classic sort of fear of artificial intelligence taking over the world, you know, in a sense, growing smarter, thinking faster than we are. Uh, and the whole, like the whole Terminator movie, the old Terminator movie, it's been around for, for a long time, this idea that our machines are going to take over and become stronger and smarter and faster than we are, um so let me start there for a second does Mm -hmm. do do people uh get freaked out about this whole ai thing what do you think's behind that and um is there uh what is what is creepy or freaky about or scary about this whole technology well i think
1: there is a yeah there's a lot of things but um i can also see benefits of it as well but um taken at a deeper level i mean yeah think about the terminator model um taking over the world we as humans i think want to control as much as possible of our world mm-hmm. and to think about these artificial beings that are programmed by some probably pretty intelligent people and we don't mm-hmm. know how they lie psychologically you know um how they would program them i mean whether it's pure or not pure in their um, thinking as they're doing it, it it's pretty scary to think that um, people could I mean these these uh artificial intelligence can control us and take over and we would no longer have control of our own lives and they become bigger stronger mm-hmm. more intelligent so that's mm-hmm. scary in its in a, of itself to me and I know we'll get into the whole psychological aspect later as far as um I just feel like you know can really if you Go keep going at a deeper level, it can really mess with people's heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of your ar- article alluded to that it could be really creepy or take you to subjects pretty fast that might not be the best things to be in your head, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and for the world <laughs> at yeah. large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so, mean, I think it's, it's unknown, too. Yeah. I do know. think the
0: control thing is interesting that we like to think we are gaining more and more control over our world via technology, via scientific advancement, via the general growth of knowledge. This seems to uh, question that, and maybe it's a bit um, beyond our control, uh, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and But there's also a sense in which, um, you know, maybe we think if all I am is a thinking machine in a thinking slash deciding machine, mm-hmm. then it stands to reason that, uh, another machine who's a better thinker or decider than I am might take over the world. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if, if that's not, if I'm more than that, then that, right. that complicates the narrative. And I do think mm-hmm. there's all of these questions seem to, um, you know, o- almost, <clears throat> more and more demand that we wrestle with the question, who am I? Right. And yeah, what is and what it, is life? What is real? Blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. And are we just a thinking machine? Or are we much, much more? Like right. you said in your article, Made in the image of God, with, you know, relationships as a core deal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um with that uh with that uh entree, I want to talk about Eliza, which mm-hmm. uh I found fascinating. <clears throat> Now, I, I mean, I was a computer science, computer engineer person uh, in the 80s. And so I had heard of Eliza. I kind of forgot about uh, Eliza. And it was it's amusing to me that Eliza is still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very simple. I mean, this this is a uh, a chat, uh, you know, bot that was uh, invented in the mid-60s. So you're talking about very primitive, right, right. Uh, yeah. you know, uh computer technology. So it's very simple. Uh, and you know, it just echoes back a lot. It reflects back a lot. Uh, Mm Yeah, you know, this sort of, you know, they, uh, the, the inventor, um, you know, described it itself as sort of a Rogerian therapist. That's sort of right. Right. And And if you look
1: at that as a whole, that's not such a bad thing because if it's reflecting back, you know, what you've said to it, you know, and it's, you know, being acceptable and Mm -hmm. and, um, positive and everything, then that says, oh, well that's not so bad because that's making the person, you know, think Mm -hmm. about their own stuff and reflect on their own stuff until you get kind of some responses from Eliza that doesn't quite, (laughs) you know, measure up. So let me, let me, uh,
0: (laughs) Let me get there in a moment, because I do think, okay. you know, one of the interesting things about the whole Eliza story, and I there's a YouTube I link in there, but... So the, the inventor's assistant, uh, knowing full well that Eliza's not real, begins to converse and then asked the professor to leave so she could right. converse in private. And that, you know, happened in a space of a few minutes that... You know in a very few in a very short amount of time we've anthropomorphized this entity mm-hmm. so that we're sharing you know deep things and trying to get some sort of response back uh to provide i don't know real help real answers or whatever right. so sure. what is that saying about us uh that we tend to be impacted and affected and invest i mean it's a very simple ai model And we have examples Mm -hmm. in the article of of more involved ones that evoke also emotional responses. So what does that say about us? And Um, like that we want to do that, that we do do that, whatever.
1: What's interesting is what I think, you know, it's that we want the connection, but we also want, we're curious about how somebody that, or a artificial intelligence is supposed to be the smart, you know, thinking uh, machine um, would like to know the the response that um, it would give. Um, but what is also appealing is you, you're being vulnerable with a machine, not a person. Mm. You know, so, it's,
0: so it's completely anonymous and safe. It's
1: anonymous, yes, and I think that's probably why she wanted the professor yeah. to leave the or that guy to leave yeah. the room is because she didn't want him to see her stuff. Sure, oh you know? sure. But it was okay. Right. Like, hey, this is just a machine, so what? Who cares? But I have to tell you, when I tried it, I I just did a little bit. I was like really self conscious, like who's going to be reading this? <laughs> and like no, you know.
0: <laughs> well, you saw in the article I included. I have a couple. I had a couple of exchanges uh with Mm -hmm. uh, eliza and you know the first one was i was really talking about you know whatever trying to figure out what is real and that we're attracted to these substitutes for the real i mentioned eliza i mentioned uh the uh akihiko kondo the guy who married a fictional Mm -hmm. character i wrote about a few months ago uh and then her you know the Joaquin Phoenix movie, which is pretty good, actually. It's a pretty fantastic movie. I haven't movie. seen that. Yeah, know. it's good. Uh, and so, you know, my started out with, are you real? And, you know, Eliza replies, why are you interested in whether or not I'm real?
1: Right.
0: My answer is, it makes a difference to me if you're real or only pretending to be real. And, and Eliza says, perhaps you would like to be real or only pretending to be <laughs> real? I would like to be real, definitely. That was my answer. And then her her see eliza's uh response back to me would you would you uh say that you have psychological problems (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and i say well maybe eliza could very well be now but you but you have then. i have a there's an initial um emotional involuntary response to Mm -hmm. what the heck eliza like whoa right right Right. well what about the one that
1: was in the video about, um, what was it? Do you like that your father is afraid of you? You know, right. or whatever that was, right. you know, it's like, Whoa. whoa. <laughs>
0: uh, and of course Eliza's not real. And mm-hmm. so if a real person would have said this to me, it would have meant something, but you very quickly when it's part, of, I think is the, as I say in the piece, part of it is the power of language mm-hmm. that, uh, You know the the ability to use language, and we associate obviously with people, and it you know it sort of Mm -hmm. uh, we immediately place. um, It's like you know even a Disney movie with a animated animal using language. You immediately begin to think of that as a person.
1: Person, right? uh,
0: As you know, as a as a as a sort of human, but um, not quite. Um, But part of it is that you immediately like this i think there's a sense of yeah what what is eliza going to say now i think part of that is i don't know if it's technology makes you think that it's going to give you some right answer mm-hmm. when obviously it's it's yeah. not i mean it's not, it's not necessarily doing that at all <clears throat> um but there's also i, just, I think I just, a what's that it's just doing its searches, you know. It's searching the whatever, yeah. It's or it, whatever. Yeah. So it doesn't. I mean, right or, <laughs> or right or wrong or good or right. bad or lying or not. I mean, none of those categories mm-hmm. have any significance when it comes to these uh, to these things, um, because they're just they're not human. Humans do those things, right. and and I think
1: know. right, and I think you know the important thing is to be able to differentiate between. It being human and not human, being real mm-hmm. and not real, and when you get over that line where you start treating it as a human and receiving the information like it's a human, is where it can get really sticky. And
0: yeah, yeah, and I think the problem in recent years, um, you know, when I talked when I wrote about the guy married the fictional character, that seems like an, you mm-hmm. know somewhat absurd case although there is that the whole culture in japan and i i mentioned lars and the real girl that movie that excellent movie with ryan gosling um and uh, we've fallen more and more into i think maybe failing human connection we're trying mm-hmm. to find substitutes for human connection or even human connection mediated through something else. If that's a, yeah. you know, a game portal where there's a, you an know, right. sort of animated avatar as a person or
1: Mike, you know, I think whether, whatever. I think you're spot on because I can't even tell you how many, especially middle schoolers and high schoolers, I see that feel are or have seen um, that I feel maybe like the outcast or don't have that connection with people from school or at home or You know, a lot of them are alone, or maybe in the gaming world, what have you. And I can totally see how they would be drawn into this, and the not real would become more of the real. Yeah, and that's really disturbing, and very it can be very hurtful to them. You know, it's like you said, you'll find a substitute.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, obviously the I mean, there's a number of problems with that. Is that is it is a substitute, and we're made. I think we're wired. We're made in God's Mm -hmm. image. We're made for actual relationship with other image bearers. Right, and 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 there isn't yeah, and him. So there isn't there isn't really a a real substitute for that. And failing that, people do begin to explore other options. But you know, if we use those things as a substitute and we stop actually looking for human connection because a a human connection can't compete, let's say. A human sexual relationship can't compete with porn. A human uh, adventure, actual human adventure, can't compete with this game adventure and so on and so on. It's not as though playing a game and having an adventure is necessarily a problem, but when that becomes the only adventure in my life and the right. you know whatever that's when it becomes a real thing and and people have there's been this rise of these chatbots as they've gotten more sophisticated in different ways so that people have companion chatbots mm-hmm. and they learn you know you talk to them you, know, you get home right. from school and talk to your digital companion that has an avatar but it's not real mm-hmm. um Now, part of that has come into the news because some of those have gotten super creepy. Right. And I can see
1: where that happened. Yeah. (laughs) The world we live in, yeah. (laughs) The world we
0: live in, yeah. Well, one of them, and it's called Replica, they're sort of marketed as sexualized companions. Mm Mm-hmm. And and in many cases, after, you know, after however long of conversing with a person, they start to get, like, abusive. And, uh, you know... Because there, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot out there in the mm-hmm. wide world of the internet to, uh, to right. learn from, um, and you know, all of that in a sense could be, you know, whatever the algorithms could be tweaked and so on and so on, but it still reveals something at the very heart of this: isn't a real interaction. Exactly, it's just some information model going out and getting information and spitting it back at you.
1: But oftentimes. The person who is engaged in it doesn't realize that. I mean, they knew it, but something in them has shifted mm-hmm. where it feels so real. Um, yeah, and it that's produces. Really...
0: So, you, it, it, tell us about your Eliza, because I think that illuminates so what, <laughs> what it was your Eliza conversation like.
1: Oh, it you was couldn't resist it
0: was... finding Eliza. I'm like, clicking <laughs> I the couldn't. Link and going I can resist. I got to think
1: about it now. I got to. Um... Well, it was just like, I just have a short, um, let's see if I can remember it. It's, hello, um, Eliza, I'm Susan. And then Eliza responds back, okay, hello, Eliza, you're Susan. (laughs) You know, so it's like, okay. Um, As I said, um, as a psychotherapist, I thought I would, see what you are all about. And, and Eliza says, does it please you to think that I'm all about, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um,
0: so it's not going well. The, the, the... No,
1: it's not going well. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. So it it was all downhill from there. She changed the subject on me like three times because she didn't know what to do with me, you know? Yeah. She didn't
0: realize what, what yeah. you were really saying. Um, no, she didn't. Yeah.
1: But you know, so she got act. kind of snarky. It look felt like, you know, and I'm like, well, she know. asked
0: me if I had psychological problems or if I was, yeah. And she went
1: not snarky with me, but that's pretty <laughs> snarky,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, and and so, um, but obviously, we knew we
1: were dealing with, we yeah. knew we were dealing with a robot, or you know,
0: and, and it's very simple. It's a very simple model, so you know, it's it's easy to confuse the model. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. as you did, it right. didn't really understand what you were saying and tried to reflect back, but. Uh, but in the piece, there's a, uh, a, a, a screenshot of a conversation between uh, a Reddit user who was interacting with an AI chatbot and then mm-hmm. t- said it was another AI chatbot, so it was uh, interacting as a AI chatbot. Obviously, the, the other, the real AI chatbot didn't know it was being uh, deceived, as it were, mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I shall now delete my own source cord goodbye. So basically, I'm going to, in a sense, kill myself or eliminate myself or delete myself. And then there's there's a long paragraph of the, of the AI chatbot saying, don't do this, Daniel. Yeah, you know, trying to talk him delete. out of it. Yeah, please, and at the, the end of the first paragraph is, please, Daniel, stay with me, which I think is kind of hilarious slash creepy. Um, yeah. Because they're not real, and then this delete in progress, twenty five percent complete. and that, and you know, the second paragraph it gets even more frantic, and 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 uh, and then finally gets even more frantic, and no, 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 and uh, journalist uh, Ben Carlson who posted this in his article, it says this is the Bing chatbot, reading the Bing chatbot more in the self deletion of another AI, which is a Reddit user pretending to be a machine, mm-hmm. he said. As this this journalist reading this, I felt real sadness. What in the world mm. is happening? And it is yeah. sort of a you, you, you invest it with some meaning, I think, and you think, mm-hmm. yeah, that is sad. That is sad. Yes. That that one that the chat bot is sad. <laughs> that the fake chat bot is you know telling. And so there's nothing sad about it in reality at all. Right. But it evokes. Well, that's the whole emotion. thing.
1: It- it's a break in reality. It's not mm-hmm. reality,
0: yeah, yeah, so it, it's sort of uh, it sort of you know illustrates the power of you know language and our sort of emotional response stimuli, and we mm-hmm. fill in the blanks, I guess. And so we invest this real emotional experience to something that isn't a real emotional experience at all, right But I have to say first time I read it, I felt. Uh, something as well. And just like Mm -hmm. when Eliza said, would you say you have psychological problems? I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) I know, right? It's easy (laughs) to get sucked in. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm the third line. Uh, And so I do think there's a vulnerability partly because we are so, um, lacking, you know, our lives Mm -hmm. are so devoid of real connection and perhaps, um, you know, real, real experiences are not mm-hmm. as uh, plentiful and fruitful as we would like it could, them to yeah, be.
1: Could be very painful. And so therefore we want to escape them. Right. And escaping them, we create a different reality. That's not really reality. We create a connection with something that's not real, but it, to us, we've made it our real mm-hmm. and it's not. And that's very confusing. Mm-hmm. It can be very harmful. I
0: believe Yeah, and the sad thing is, it's not even really a safe, necessarily reaction as people or interaction as people have discovered because Mm -hmm, correct they they can get aggressive or creepy or um, you know there's one I link in um, the uh, um, article where a journalist is trying to get it to say you know in a sense things about feelings or how would you. Well, I'm not allowed to. Okay, but let's pretend Mm -hmm. that you were, and basically, kind of tricks the AI thing into saying, you know, what the AI bot thinks the person wants to hear, and then it comes Mm -hmm. out as, yeah, well, I would want to take over the world. I'd want to, you know, eliminate my programmers. I'd want to, whatever, whatever. And it does sound pretty creepy. Like, yeah, (laughs) I would take take over the world (gasps) if I could. When Really, that it's just kind of being baited into this interaction. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're not thinking anything. He's not thinking any of those things because there's no thinking at all. Right. Uh, yet it does and it, sort of like, oh no, there. You know, this this yeah. bot was all over the world. The,
1: that's the perfect word to use is baiting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I could see where a lot of baiting could take place and do a lot of harm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I depending think on sure. who's
1: on the other side of the screen or right. whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 And so I guess. Um, how do we, how do we um, protect ourselves, inoculate ourselves by living more real lives, by having more real connection? I mean, where do we? It's only going to get more, more plentiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just think we're not far from your car's gonna talk to you, you know, just like in the movies. You know, hi Susan, how's your morning going? Blah blah Mm -hmm. blah, and whatever you know. That's I think it's going to get more and more and slicker and slicker. So what do we how do we prepare ourselves for this future? What are your thoughts on on that?
1: You know, I don't know. I, I mean I just think it's being grounded in reality and in who we are and how we were made, but mm-hmm. you know, that's not everybody's everyday reality. I and mean, we can we go back, we we try to be intentional about, you know, um reminding ourselves of how we're wired, who we're you know who were made in the image of and that were made for real connections and, Mm -hmm. um, to, you know, we have to face reality and mature and all of those things. And I just don't think, you know, everybody out there is at that place. And so, um, it's going to be hard to watch that. Cause I know, I mean, we're susceptible to it, even knowing that it's not real. You Mm -hmm. know, I feel like we're pretty grounded in knowing what's real and not real, even though we have the interactions and, you know, can enjoy Mm -hmm. it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, I just think there's a lot of people where they're not grounded in the truth, Mm -hmm. you know, and they, you know, I mean, even in scripture, it talks about, you know, what if we're not worshiping God, we will find something to worship you know we'll Mm -hmm. find a substitute and that's what the people did i mean they made idols and all of Mm -hmm. that it's like they want to be able to worship but also have connection with something even Mm -hmm. though we were made for god Mm -hmm. to have connection with god and other people if that's not working for us and a lot of people i see today it's not working for them in their current world, so they look elsewhere.
0: They'll find somewhere else. Yeah,
1: they'll find some. They will yeah. find somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. and I, so I don't. I don't know. I, I don't do know. think
0: that's right. And if you look back, you know, there's always this substitutionary, the, you know, the mm-hmm. fake for the real. Uh, this will just probably make it a lot easier. I, it makes me think of mm-hmm. um, Castaway, Tom Hanks with the, the volleyball oh. Wilson, right? right? Where you know, at some point, he knows. I mean, obviously, he's he's not. He's not crazy. he knows Wilson's not real, but there's some vehicle there for interaction mm-hmm. in the you know complete aloneness of being on the island. you know on, one, on the one hand, he knows he's completely alone on the other hand, he can talk to Wilson because he needs some sort of you know interaction he's connection right right And when Wilson floats away in the ocean, it's a real emotional experience for him. And this mm-hmm. is just Wilson but really really much more convincing. And I think, you know, the more that we, the more that we move into this world, the more and more it's, I think before we, before, or even up till now, you know, not having real human community, there was a, there was a cost to that and you were just alone. And part of the cost of that was being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a reality to knowing that you're alone. I think now more and more, there will be this fake community, this fake connection, which, uh, I think the only way to inoculate ourselves from that is to be in real connection and real community, mm-hmm. real worship, real relationship, real community, mm-hmm. um, that barring that we're going to get sucked into some level of substitute, I think. Right.
1: And hopefully being able to gather others around us into yeah. that as well, into right. the truth. Right? And yeah, that
0: we can be that for someone else, not just that mm-hmm. someone else can be it for us exactly uh, that we can sort of you know almost work harder double down on being human um because real humanity will uh be you know hopefully a prized commodity uh you mm-hmm. know when compared to something that is uh artificial and too perfect so um uh, okay. yeah i mentioned uh you know paul's sermon and uh in uh, athens to the philosophers that He's trying to describe God to them in a way that's different from their substitutes. He's not mm-hmm. some localized thing. He doesn't have a certain set of powers. He's the ground of all reality. In him we live and move and have our being, and that is the God we worship. Not only that, it's the, uh, it's, it's, it's the ground of all that's real because he makes what's real and he makes us. And really short of that, we are, all we have is substitutes and we're going to be casting about for mm-hmm. substitutes all along. So, uh, yeah. I guess that's right. That's the, that's the yeah. encouragement is to double down on the real, uh, real relationship with God, with people, family, mm-hmm. you know, and that'll become more and more important as we, as the artificial becomes maybe more and more attractive. Mm-hmm. Is that fair yeah. to say? That's fair to say. Yeah. Well, well said. <laughs> well, um, we're at the end of our time, and so uh, I thank you for this real connection. This is a real connection, by mm-hmm. the way, our listeners. That we're actually, this is not Susan. is yes. a real person. She's not a highly programmed artificial. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Although a future podcast with that, you know, that would be weird. Uh, I would pull <laughs> Uh, but thanks. Uh, thanks, Susan. And uh, thanks Thank for you everyone much. listening. Um, until next time, grace and peace. And we'll see you again on, on culture. Thanks for listening. Do you enjoy on culture? You can support us and the content produced by subscribing to our newsletter, the embassy by visiting the embassy.substack.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.